tuned in to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. And hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Really glad they called off school. It's a mess out there. I would hate for anybody to have to be out in this. It's good they did the prudent thing. Yeah. These wind gusts are little, so little, high. A little breezy out there. It's dangerous. Tempers are running hot in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. This is the most I have seen Bear and Houston at each other's throats so far. We're only two weeks into this deal. He's we, an agitator. We've got whoa, Started. whoa, that's ugly. See, number Gentlemen, one, please, he can't, he can't take it. Please, number two, you know, uh, GFY. Whoa, um, number three, ESB. ESB. Oh, you catch your mother with that mouth. Oh, both of you, both of you. Time out, sending you to your respective corners. I just, I don't start any of this. I come in and he's like, oh, you better be better today, Crash. Bro. I don't think I said that. That, That is his way. He is, he's mean. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like uh, the Mike Ehrman tried at the drive. He threatened two people on his way into the office today <laughs> it's what he does you however you're supposed to be better than that <laughs> you're a little agitated i'm not <laughs> yeah you are no I, i'm I fine just, i can't believe you're this ad for a man who's getting ready to go on a, a, a no i get agitated because a, you come in and you vacation. agitate me well yeah you just poke and prod and i'm just like i'm fine everything's fine that's what we do in the afternoon and then i send it right back to you and you're like oh you're mean no, I don't think I said that, Houston. I think I came up with something even better. What are you snickering about over there, Tucker? <laughs> that that impression. <laughs> Agitated, Houston. Pretty funny. Kind of like it. <laughs> you realize we make everybody else that works here uncomfortable when we go at it in the, uh, in the group text. Nobody knows if we're being serious. Quite frankly, I don't even know. That's why I'm firing live. I'm always serious. That's what I always figured. Alabama closing in on their new head coach is all signs point to Washington's Kalen DeBoer. Turn them down. Turn them down. Roll down tide. I just want <laughs> I just wanted to say no. DeBoer, according to Chris Lowe of ESPN.com, just 29 minutes ago. Uh, a deal should be finalized soon. DeBoer has won 11 or more games in seven of his nine seasons as a head coach. He was always, writes Chris Lowe, right at the top of the Alabama list and one of Greg Burns' top targets. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Lowe, nine minutes ago, writing, Kalen DeBoer isn't going to come cheap for Alabama. He is a $12 million buyout. So, you know, earlier today... Hey. Well, let's go through the timeline for folks who are just getting off work and joining us. Here's what we know. Steve Sarkeesian, who we don't know if is a real candidate, he released one of the I'm Staying videos. Mike Norvell, who, according to Ross Dellinger, was a real candidate and had spoken directly to Alabama, he pulled out this morning. That was probably the the biggest news of Mm -hmm. the day. 
Uh, he pulls out. He's staying at Florida State. He's getting a raise. He's getting upgraded facility commitments and, and some other things to stay at FSU. And so right now, it, it sounds like Kalen DeBoer and Mike Norvell were kind of their top targets. Um, don't know how far the or real the land Danning stuff was, but obviously he's staying at Oregon. Um, and Mike Norvell is staying at Florida State. So that leaves Kalen DeBoer as one of the three candidates that Alabama was apparently seriously considering. I'm sure they were seriously considering some others. But Kalen DeBoer apparently in negotiations. And it's interesting. He was supposed to be on a Seattle radio show earlier today, canceled his appearance. There was a tweet from the radio station in Seattle that he was supposed to be on that said something to the effect of he's meeting with Washington trying to negotiate a situation that fans will be excited about, indicating that he's working on a new deal with the Huskies. And now there is a lot of smoke that he is, in fact, going to be the new Alabama head football coach. Could it be a situation, as we arrive at Speculation Station here for the first time this afternoon on the program, could it be a situation where Kalen DeBoer is being a little bit analytical here and is – working both sides of the fence, trying to get his, the best offer from Washington, his, what I we all presume will be a very generous offer from Alabama, and then sitting back, weighing the pros and cons and deciding where he wants to be. He'd be foolish not to. Uh, I don't know where he was on their board, but if he wasn't number one or two, a little desperation, a little nervousness for Alabama, price tag goes up, and you would be a fool not to take that back to Washington and basically create a bidding war for yourself. I still don't – I don't know why he would want that job. Alabama? Yeah. I mean, it's Alabama. They're yeah, it is. On top of the college football universe. Sure it is. But, I mean, again, Nick Saban either doesn't make a national championship game or, God forbid, lose – and they were calling for his head on the message boards. I don't care what they're crying about this week now that he's retired. There are some drawbacks, to be sure. The pressure, the stakes, much higher at Alabama. I do think if, if you're Kalen DeBoer, you have to look at it. You, you This is probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, Alabama's a better job than Washington. It just is. You can win at Washington. They're going to the Big Ten. He's proven that you can reach the national title game at Washington. You can do – just about everything you can there, but sure. uh, Alabama, it's 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 just different, and you might only get one crack at that job in your life. And I think you, if if you're a competitive guy like like he certainly is, you have to you have to weigh it. And here's the other thing: we don't know the specifics of everybody's situation. The AD who hired Kalen DeBoer at Washington is now the AD at USC. Hmm. What is his relationship like with his boss? What is his relationship like with the other power brokers, the boosters, the NIL people there? You know, is he comfortable with all that stuff inside his own building, inside his own sphere of influence? And we don't know the answers to those questions, obviously. So what's a tougher job, Alabama and the SEC or Washington going into the Big Ten? Tougher job from what perspective? Just being able to win a national championship? Mm. No, because I mean that one's pretty. I mean, it's easier to win a national championship at Alabama. They've got all the built-in, mm-hmm. built-in uh, advantages there. 
For me, Alabama, it's just the pressure. Pressure. And just their fan base and their complete break from reality because of Saban in the past 15-something 15, 15 years. Well, I do hope that he turns them down just to yeah. watch. I mean, it's, <laughs> you talk about the potential to be a good old-fashioned meltdown. If he turns them down and he becomes the what, fourth or fifth guy at that point to – to pull out of the running. There, be a fun weekend. There ain't much left other than the lane train up Dabo? there in Oxford. Do you want to call Dabo? That's crazy. Four years ago they would have they would have been Oh. He would have been in they'd Tuscaloosa. Have, they'd have begged for him. Just a strange situation, man. Most of these coaches that are on this list, everywhere they've gone, when they get there, the fan base is excited like oh the, he's kind of doing us a favor you know we haven't had as good of a seasons he's he's an up-and-comer this is very very different this is the greatest coach ever just retired don't come and mess it up that's a lot of pressure there's already pressure at Alabama or any SEC school but this is a very different welcome the new coach we just got out of a college football playoff Oh, by the way, Saban apparently is keeping an office. Like he, hey, yeah. hey, coach, uh, Kalen, just checking in. Everything good here? You think those uh, corners are running hard enough in the drills? They sprinting? Guys only won by 45 last night. Anything wrong? Anything we need to talk about? Nightmare. Speaking of corners, that's one question I have. If they hire DeBoer, can they keep up the uh, same level of defensive intensity they've had in the past? That's yeah, a different system. You're hiring an offensive coach. Mm-hmm. And I think Kalen DeBoer is very good. I, I would be stunned if he if he failed there, but it is a a big change philosophically, schematically, personality wise. As your new head coach down there, I tell you what. If we keep the third Saturday in October rivalry a thing and, and keep that rolling, he and Heupel might have some knockdown dragouts, shootouts. Absolutely, the battle, the battle of the South Dakota boys. Yeah, this is this is something else. Washington fans not taking the news well. Well, they finally got back to who? Who do they have between Peterson and DeBoer? Oh, oh that, that crazy, yeah, that crazy guy that punched one of his own or punched yeah. a player. Uh huh. Yeah. Kellen DeBoer's got a new nickname. Oh boy, who dat? Kellen De. Who? Oh. <laughs> He sold his body to the tide. That's not nice. Uh, Chris Lowe also reporting that Ryan Grubb, who is the associate head coach, offensive coordinator, and quarterbacks coach for Washington, would probably be the favorite to get the Washington job if Kalen DeBoer indeed goes to Alabama. would make sense. You try and keep that offensive mojo going. And, you know, we just – we don't know. We don't know a lot about this DeBoer guy other than what we've watched the past couple of weeks and this season in college football. And how integral is Ryan Grubb to mm. Kalen DeBoer's success? Would that be a big loss? It just on the surface, without knowing anything about it, I'm I'm picking up major goalish hypo vibes. Mm. Yeah, and you wonder for DeBoer, would that weigh in on his – it's always fun. like how far down the line do they get before they make a decision like this? Because in his mind, maybe he's thinking, "I'm taking Grub with me." Mm-hmm. But then, if Grub's going to stay at Washington, does DeBoer get a little hesitant as far as, well, if I have to find a new offensive coordinator, does that take away some of my appeal? Can I succeed as fast at Alabama if I don't have my offensive coordinator? 
I think fans, not just in Big Orange Country, but across the Southeastern Conference, across the nation, were breathing a sigh of relief when the news broke that Nick Saban is retiring. Mm. If Kalen DeBoer is indeed the guy at Alabama, how how much of that relief remains? Are, are you worried? Are you scared? Do you feel like Alabama takes a step back, or is it just sort of, you know, they, their great coach retired, they replaced him with another great coach? Don't you have to assume it's a step back, even if it's a small one? I mean, yes. no no one's going to come in and just be Nick Saban or better than Nick Saban. No, no, I think they're going to come back to the field, man. He's going to have to figure out what to do on defense. Is your initial reaction fear? Like, oh, DeBoer at Bama, that scares me? No. Mine neither. No. That's not mine. It, it's not fear, but it, it's disappointment in the sense that I, I was hoping that this yeah. would be a little bit more of a train wreck and they'd have to go further down the list and – I mean, the Mike Loxley stuff really had me uh, floating. Mm, I like, was, uh, I was that, that was too good to be true, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no way that was going to happen. On, on so many levels, that was. Yeah, that was a d- disaster waiting to happen. Like, I saw a little bit of it on some of their message boards last night. So, it's still Alabama. Boy, Reggie Bush chose violence on the Instagram post where Saban retired. Did you see that comment? Did not made? see it. NIL ran him away. He has no more control over five-star recruits. The playing field is level, and he couldn't handle that. Ooh. Roll down tide. Well, Reggie would know a thing or two about NIL. Just thinking the same thing. I ought to give Reggie back his damn Heisman <laughs> trophy. Seriously. It's a joke. We got like $600,000 house. What's he doing now? What a weird thing to – He's on Fox. Yeah. Is he, uh, does he do like big noon kickoff yeah. and stuff? Okay. Yeah. He's good. That show is so much better than College Game Day. I switched after you and Davey kept telling me that. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hate to admit when you and – So much uh, better, right? jerk face from Game North Day City has just turned into, hey, we're Game Day. Look, Corso's going to say not so fast, my friend, again. Oh, mm-hmm. look, here's a fluff piece. Like it's if, – if you like football and you want to know what's going on in the world of college football, like – Do they still boxes. talk SEC games and stuff, yeah. though? Okay. okay. Yeah. I guess that's why I haven't. I, I keep thinking there's it's just going to be a Big Ten power hour. They they should have just shut it down after uh, the peak was when Corso dropped the f bomb. <laughs> ah, bleep it! Give me that hat. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we will have news on that. Maybe we'll have news on Zaylance Heard. All signs continue to point to good things for Josh Heupel and the Volunteers, the former five star from LSU in the portal. And uh, lots of crystal balls and predictions coming in that uh, he will commit if he hasn't already committed to Tennessee. It sounds like they might just be working out some contractual stuff. Waiting on the graphic still? <laughs> Waiting on Good the graphic, God yes. almighty. Uh, do you think we're going to take a run at Isaiah Bond? Bond. James Isaiah Bond. Bond. Well, apparently they're taking a, a run on the uh, – is it Ryan Williams, the rece- the five-star who yep. decommitted mm-hmm. from Alabama? Mm-hmm. Oh, that kid – Decommitted? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the second. Seems like Auburn's got a, a big leg up there. That was the second hit the tower. Oh, easy, easy. Whoa, whoa. Court and Alabama fans. Yes. Mm. They're saying that. Yeah. I thought we'd read that on air. Did we mm, not? No. That was no. off air. I get confused sometimes. It's on air now, though. <laughs> Thank you. I'll tweet it out so everybody knows that I'm not. Yeah, go, I'm go just re- Make a 9-11 joke yeah, online. D- see how that works out Double for down you. on it. Stay with us. a 9-11 joke. The drive continues. Bama fans were. Fan Run Radio, open up the phone lines, 865-546-8200, 546-8200. We're back with more right after this.
The Drive. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Washington, according to multiple reports, has called a team meeting for 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. So that's coming up here in about an hour where, um, well, we don't know what the topic is, but why would you call a meeting for an hour from now if you weren't The week leaving? after the maybe, maybe it's him. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> bleeping, leaving. <laughs> he would just do that on uh, – he'd just put something out on The show goes on. Nah, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's a gump now. Oh, we're going to have fun making fun of this guy. Yeah, no, you're right. He went from, I don't want to say universally, but largely beloved to now I hate his guts. Scumbag. Well, he went from anonymous three months ago. Nobody Would you have known who Kalen DeBoer was? Yes, but only because Chris and Fresno is a guest on our show. I did, I, you know, he hasn't really talked about yeah, it. Yeah, he did last year. Last whenever Fresno, would yeah, when come he was making up, the run yeah. at Fresno, and when the Washington job came open, yeah, he Chris was at was Washington last year. He's been like this was his Chris, second year there. Gabriel's been giving him some stroke on the. You, I can't believe you haven't been paying attention. I mean, I, I don't think most people. I think still, if Kalen DeBoer walked in here, I don't think most people would recognize. Oh him. no, I wouldn't recognize him. Oh, not at all. But now, all of a sudden, he is the coach of the evil empire, and a rivalry is born. Thamel has an update for us. Kalen DeBoer has informed Washington officials he's taking the job at Alabama. All right, let me dig up some dirt on this guy. There you have it. Two South Dakota guys at Tennessee and Alabama. I think if you're Josh Heupel and, and the Volunteers, uh, I mean, there's so many games, boy, the, this season, just chock full of narrative. I mean, you've got the return to Oklahoma. You know that is a game that Heupel has circled on his calendar. He will have his guys up for. You've got the Florida game, uh, a must-win game. Uh, to me, it's, you know, the it's the big non-negotiable on the season. You have to win that. I feel like the fan base is – uh, desperate for a win over Florida more so than anyone else on the schedule next year. And now I think you put Alabama in that mix without Saban. I, I think Tennessee fans felt like they had a good chance to win that game anyway coming into the season. Now with Saban gone, a new coach there, I feel like there's – Well, yeah, because – get him at home. I mean, get this home. year – That's going to be at 11 all the time. Uh, this year is just – it's no different. Yeah. What the hell with this guy? I hate him. Hate his guts. 49-year-old DeBoer's career record is 104 and 12. He ain't played nobody, Paul. Besides Texas. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> it kind of went 12-0 and 0 at Washington this year in the Big Ten, beat Oregon twice. Well, we'll find out. It is an interesting fit. See how he's able to recruit. It is an interesting fit. What is stab? Is he going to bring his boys with him? Well, I mean, that's what we were just talking about. Does, does Ryan Grubb get the job at Washington? And if so, who does Kalen DeBoer bring in as offensive coordinator? I'm assuming that's his system that he runs. I would think so, that yeah. That it, it doesn't really matter who the coordinator is, just in terms of what they run, maybe how they run it, it has an impact. But 
I'd imagine they will be playing a lot like Washington. And will Jalen Milrow be able to do what Michael Penix has done for the past two years? A uh, quick answer on that would be no, but I still think he can be an effective SEC quarterback. But I don't know. He's, he's just not Penix. Defensively. Same level of accuracy. Defensively, what, what do they do? That's where things they, get really weird. Yeah. Do they stay with the 3-4 hybrid pro-style Nick Saban defense that has been their hallmark for 15-plus years now, or do they evolve on that side of the ball as well? If, Let's see, what would what, what Washington run? They didn't run that crazy 3-3-5, three, three, did they? Oh, did they? Were they one of those teams? I feel like if I'm DeBoer, I'm trying to keep as much of that defensive staff intact as I can. Well, still at least for, at least for the right I know at least for this year like run what those guys are used to because if you can use that as you get your offense going for a year or two I think that makes a lot more sense because I don't know how quickly he's going to be able to come in and install all of his stuff yeah but how far down the road are you going to kick that can I don't know I mean you can't because you have to recruit specifically you recruit differently for a three four than you do just about everything else I feel like so if you're just joining us, big news seems to be percolating throughout the college football landscape as Washington's Kalen DeBoer is set to become the new head coach at Alabama. Team meeting called in Seattle for one hour from now. Let's go to the phones. Trey is up first today. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Um, I think on the, the DeBoer thing, all I got to say is, Coach Alabama, I don't care. Whoop his ass. That's that's let's. Uh, it doesn't intimidate me one bit that he was able to to rack up that record at Washington. You know, yeah, he beat Oregon, but that's the only competition up there. So he's walking into a different animal. I, I'm not the least bit scared. Um, I may I may eat those words, but at the end of the day, train scared, um, Russ. No, ain't scared one bit, Burr. Um, Guys, uh, do you think, though, with Saban leaving, that there's, I mean, you've already mentioned a few targets, but how hard do we, uh, and I'm guessing other schools, try to raid that roster right now? Well, I mean, it's already happening. They're bringing in five-star wide receiver Ryan Williams. He was the number nine overall player in the country this past year. Went to uh, Valus Jones' high school in, in Saraland, Alabama near Mobile um they're bringing him in on a visit apparently trying to get involved there and then we talked about Isaiah Bond you know just just bring us all the wide receivers here at Tennessee go ahead and bring them all but yeah I mean I I, you know I I would definitely be taking a long hard look at all of that if I were Josh Heupel and any other college coach worth his salt oh yeah I mean plus the selling points got to be pretty easy like hey we're on the up and up. We've got our five-star quarterback, and possible, you know, Heisman contender for at least two more years. Um, we're, you know, we love to throw the ball. Like we're, we're going to make you look great. I mean, those receivers should jump at the chance to come uh, complain this offense. But um, guys, on the other, uh, the other news of the day, uh, Gerard Mayo becoming the head coach of the Patriots. I know that's probably been glossed over by the uh, Alabama stuff. Um, Russ, I am a noted, um, not NFL fan, but I will say, you know what? 
through watching some ex-Kentucky quarterback with an Alabama running back and some boring-ass team in Nashville. I'm a Patriots fan, baby. No, you're Let's not. Go. You're not. You're not going to watch. Go. You're not going to watch two Patriots games next year, Trey. And you know it. It's Honest Friday. Get out of here with that nonsense. Wow, well, hung up rather than admit that he was lying. Congratulations, though. I, I think you can you can you can take this tack. I mean, super happy for Gerard Mayo to see him get that opportunity, and I think he'll be very successful. I think, just like any other NFL coach, it's going to depend on whether or not he can get himself a quarterback. He needs a quarterback, but he's got draft pick. He's got a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. and and we'll see who's he's got to get his available there. Yeah, there's some rumblings coming out that Caleb Williams is playing hardball with the Chicago I Bears. I think I'm pretty sure I, I saw a reference to that. Uh it's was from one somebody that we have on, one of our nat, one of our guys that uh referenced the fake Caleb Williams tweet. Yeah, I mean I could see him not wanting to go to the Bears. That seem certainly seems like a doomed situation, but if he doesn't, does Justin Fields become available? Is is he salvageable? Would the guy from North Carolina still be available when the Patriots pick at six, five, four, three, two, one. Is this is this real? I, we What's couldn't. that? The Chicago thing? The I've seen references to it being a false tweet. That's what I'm seeing. But I don't know. There was well, a lot be, of stuff it's about been this. out there before. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. before the season I mean, it, was it even over. It wouldn't surprise me. That the spot I keep thinking for him um, is Washington. Just because other than the few years he's been in college, that's where he's lived all his life. Mm. That's his team. So New England's gonna pick third. Wow. So they'll have a they'll have a they'll have a pretty good choice. I mean, one of those guys might be gone. Uh good point by Jared here. DeBoer's first conference game will uh, be against I'm, Georgia. I'm pulling that up that right is now. Beautiful. How sweet is that? Welcome to the SEC, DeBoob. Who do I root for? They open up against Western Kentucky, USF at home as Alex Golish invades Tuscaloosa. Then they play at Wisconsin. Mm. Wisconsin? Off week, and then Georgia at home. It's a little bit stiff. Wisconsin? You said at Wisconsin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Camp Randall. Didn't have an amazing season this year, but I would imagine that'll be a tough test for a first year. Yeah, tough place to play. Has anybody been to Camp Randall for a game? I have not. I've always wanted to. I've heard Madison's awesome. It's on the bucket list for sure. Uh, For those of you keeping track at home, Alabama's game at Tennessee on October 19th will be its fourth game in a row with no open date. Tide also plays... Missouri at home the following week. So uh, five consecutive games. Tennessee, I I feel like the Vols are just in a good spot right there to catch the tide. And Do we have the open week? Is that before Florida or Alabama? I know we play Florida and Alabama back-to-back. Well, they have – it's between Oklahoma and Arkansas, is it not? One of them. Yeah. That's what's so – I mean, we've got two, right? Yes. They wouldn't do two that close together, though, would they? It's been a long uh, bye time. week after Oklahoma before Arkansas, and then we play Florida and Bama back to back. Yep. Then Oof. we have a bye week after Alabama before Kentucky. Tough stretch, man. Yeah, I kind of like having that. We can, no matter what happens, we at least get a week to reset and refocus before the uh, bag boys come in here. Bag boys? Yeah, from Kroger. Ah. <sighs> 
their little Sorry. blue aprons on. Took a moment. Stevie is next. Good afternoon, Stevie. Russell. <laughs> What's up, buddy? They hired Mike DeBoard 2.0, Russell. They hired Mike DeBoard 2.0. <laughs> Mike DeBoard, as in our former offensive coordinator? Russell, the dude gave Texas the game, but Texas was too dumb not to convert. The dude got outcoached against Michigan. He hasn't played a team in his life. Now, I will say this. He is a proven winner. I've always thought it was said, Russell, that it's hard to win in places like Sioux Falls, Southern Illinois, Eastern Michigan, Fresno State, and Indiana. Those are really tough places to win, Russell. Did you know that? I mean, uh, the guy, I, I feel like we're whistling past our graveyard a little bit here, Stevie. He's 104 and 12 as a head coach. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of some puff, puff, power puff wins that he's put on his schedule and his record. Who would be afraid of a coach that dominated at Sioux Falls? Who cares? Beat Oregon twice this Nico. year. Nico. We do have Nico. We do have Nico. It doesn't matter. We have Nico. We have Yeshua Heifel. Who cares? We have who? Yeshua Heifel. Well, I, I admire your confidence, Stevie. I hope you're right. I hope it's well of placed. Of course I'm right, Russell. Why, don't be scared of this guy. He lucked out with the once-in-a-generational quarterback, Michael Phoenix, who choked also in the national championship game but he ain't gonna do that alabama he ain't from around here russ he is not recruited in it and i'm not scared okay uh, don't get it twisted here right i am i am respectful of his accomplishments i think he's a good coach i don't think this is a clown they hired he's not nick saban he has not recruited in the atmosphere that he's about to step say, into yeah. with uh just uh the People just outright the, lie about the you. absolute cutthroat win at all cost mentality. Yeah. It doesn't exist yeah. where he's coming from. It, it's tough up there. I get it. There's NIL too, and there's battles, and you win some, you lose some. It's different down here. It, it's it, it just is, and I get the my initial impression is that he will adjust to that, and that he probably surrounds himself with people that are more familiar with that than than he is. But it will be an adjustment. Oh, Guys, shifting 100%. gears to what's most important, I have a dark horse candidate who has been getting in my head who I think should be a favorite for the Titans head coaching position. You want to hear it? I don't know. Do I? You do. Joe Brady. Hmm. Okay. Where's he at now? Buffalo. Buffalo. You know what happened? Buffalo Bills started really terrible. Then they named Joe Brady the offensive coordinator, and look at him now. They're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They did. They yeah. fired Dorsey. Yeah, they got rid of him. He's never held a head coaching position, but he, of course, did construct that LSU offense back mm -hmm. in uh, 2019. Mm -hmm. Didn't really have much mm -hmm. to work with in Carolina, but he'd be a solid candidate somewhere, I think, down the road. Maybe not this year. Oh, Tucker, let's take a chance. Let's take a chance. I think he can coach. He knows offense. We Let's need somebody to develop Levis. Take a chance, Tucker. Roll the dice. It's just your head coaching position. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, it can't alter the next five to seven years of the franchise, can it? No. Hey, on my way out, guys. Hey, Kalen DeBoer. Come here. Come here, buddy. Come here. 
Welcome to the show, big boy. Thank you. <laughs> Stevie, you big weirdo. God, he's nuts, man. <laughs> Titans completed an interview today with Brian Callahan, by the way. Callahan Auto Parts? No, the offensive coordinator of your Cincinnati Bengals, where hmm. he's been since 2019. Won a Super Bowl. Got a Super Bowl ring up there. 39 years of age. Pretty impressive resume. I wouldn't be again it. He is one of these um, pro football NFL nepotism mm. babies. I mean, you say, mm, I mean, uh, oh, Kyle is Shanahan has done well. Bill Callahan, is he related to Bill? Yes, Bill Callahan's son. Hmm. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out why, you know, uh, a, a rational explanation for why you are not requesting an interview with Jim Harbaugh. He is the best. It's a good question. And you will be waiting because she will not answer that. Or any other question. What about the recruits, Lane? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Rusty in here next. Rusty, you're on the drive. It's Fade Run Radio. Hey, guys. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Now we have a situation where Washington's guys are going to be able to go into the portal for 30 days. Um. I know this much. I, I would not mind having that uh, the Polk kid who was a sophomore this year, their 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 second best receiver. Uh, that's that's another guy, Jalen Polk, that we can uh, make a phone call to behind back channels in the next couple of days. I don't know if you want to do any All back channeling. FSU got the absolute sledgehammer of doom brought down on them for back channeling. It's exactly what happened there. Oh. You know, you actually, and and Amarius Mims you, is a snitch. Did you see what Florida State actually did, what, what it was that they're getting busted for? Yeah, they offered a kid $15,000 to jump in the portal. A month. A month. You know, what they, but the, the rule they're being punished for, that, that's all true. But the, what they the did coach that, drove the, the player was, to a meeting with the NIL guy. There you go. That may be the what they got him for on a technicality, Rusty, but yeah. they got busted for yeah. telling a kid on another team that they're giving fifteen grand a month if he'd hit the portal. That's right. what that's, yeah, but, I mean, that's I mean, it's pay to play. The coach being directly involved with the collective is what they're going to get, did, is what they're getting them on. Did they get smashed, though? I mean, I've, OC misses no, three games and some recruiting restrictions yeah. now. No. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Let's not back channel. Let's let the kid reach out to us like every kid in the portal has done so far. Nobody has ever contacted illegally. Let's continue that method. Because we're. And I'm talking about just at Tennessee. We've never done anything wrong at the University of Tennessee when it comes to the portal. We have only contacted these guys in the right manner. Here, here. So let that be. Let that. Let that be known. Um, Washington under DeBoer uh, and their defense coordinator. They they play a four man, even front, uh, a one gap scheme. Um, they do not play anything similar remotely um, to what to that two to that two gap scheme that. Saban's been using for the last, you know, 30 years and what Kirby uses and, and a couple other guys around the country use that two-gap scheme. They're, they're very traditional in what they did defensively at Washington. And I would look for him to bring as much staff with him from his job as, as he can. He's, he's had those guys around forever. His two coordinators, I mean, one of them might stay back and be the head coach at Washington, but his two guys have been with him since, you know, the last nine years. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if those guys go with him. 
down there. And if they don't, does yeah. he retool his staff? I mean, he might need to look at retooling anyway and just, you know, at least having a couple of guys who have recruited in this league before. Here's well, here's the other question. Who's Washington going to hire now? I wouldn't take one of my – I wouldn't promote a coordinator if I was Washington. Well, I mean, if they want to keep, keep doing – you know, if they want to keep the momentum they've got built up, I mean, Grubb was his right hand. He was the offensive coordinator. Right. I just feel like in today's age, if you're a big-time program, go go hire a coach. I, I would make a call to the guy down in Oxford, Mississippi, because I'd much rather live in Seattle than Oxford. There's no way and I'm a, he he's a West Coast guy. That. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's a West Coast guy. Hmm. There's, a, there's a little West something Coast to guy, it. Seattle. Seattle. You think the Washington people are going to be any more wanting to sign up for the Lane train than Alabama? You know, Why not? sure. Well, I mean, Lane wasn't Lane wasn't banging a, banging a booster's wife out in Seattle like he was in Tuscaloosa. That's why he can't go back there. Oh, I mean, that's uh, allegedly rather specific. I'm not saying that. <laughs> it's a single man; he can't do what he wants. Oxford's a hey, perfect hey, place free for Lane it's a free country. And he, he's not the one that made vows to that booster. She is. So, so you know, I'm not blaming Lane. I'm just saying that's why he can't go back to Tuscaloosa. Well, he he's not being invited back, evidently, because Kalen no, no, DeBoer. Yeah. DeBoer. No. He was a DeBoer no. is the new coach there. Guys, a couple other things in the coaching ranks. Let's hope that Sunbelt Billy wins enough. To uh, to keep his job in Florida for a long time because we don't want we don't want Jed Fish down there. Uh, we we want them to stay with, with coaches who can't coach football. Um, I, I hope you're right on the Williams kid. The kid's absolute stud. I'd love to see us get on him. And uh, let's let's all look forward to the announcement of the herd kid. I, I read that if if he would have committed to us last year instead of LSU, our recruiting class would have been would have went from twelfth to six. In the in the national recruiting rankings, just from having him on our uh, in our class last year, which technically, if we get him now, it's like he was in that recruiting class. Hang the damn banner. He's a stud. I'd I'll take him over Seaton any day of the week. Who, who uh, Ryan um, Zaylance Zaylance oh, Zaylance Yeah. No, that yeah that I'll that'd be a good one. Seat. All right, uh, thanks, Rusty. Appreciate you, my friend. Quick timeout. The drive continues. Tennessee basketball back in action tomorrow at Georgia. The Vols reeling. Can't can't make it two and oh, uh, oh, two in a row. Can't no, can't go over no. two this week in a place we haven't won uh, once in the last ten years. Big game. We'll talk about it when we continue. Fan Run Radio. Stay with us. The drive is your home. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Kalen DeBoer headed to Alabama to replace Nick Saban. How much fun is it going to be hearing the gump say Kalen DeBoer? Coach DeBoer. I'm sure he'll be given a long honeymoon period, a lot of leeway. It's like plenty of time to get settled. This is basically 2024, basically year zero for Kalen DeBoer down there. Lose that Georgia game, watch what happens. Lose any game. I mean, they will, right? Where's it at? It's at Alabama. 
I don't know. At Wisconsin, loss. Georgia at home, loss. At Tennessee, loss. At LSU, loss. Eight and four. At Oklahoma, maybe a loss. Iron Bowl, you never know. Six and six. Almost lost it this year. Hot seat, Kalen. What would he have to do to get fired? And you, in your and you're one? one? You're one. <laughs> Prostitutes? Four. <laughs> I don't know, but like you have to win three to four games. I feel like, <laughs> like if he didn't win more, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what's the over under? Yeah. I think it's yeah, like he, he is solid four. What did, what did Harson go in year one? Six and seven. Oh, that that blow that's him. They blow him out of there if he goes six and six. You kidding me? Yeah. Those people, Alabama. Look what you did to the tide. <laughs> you ruined. I the hate tide. you, Kalen. Roll down tide. Get Nick back here. We should have never hired a coach named Kalen. That's a woman's name. God, I hope they suck. I hope, he, I hope he fails miserably. What kind of a name is DeBoer anyway? That ain't an American name. Uh, North German, apparently. Saxon. He's a kraut like you, huh? Oh! I'm Dutch. Is that a slur? You claimed to be German last week. I, on this show. I just said the same name was the prominent tool company. Gentlemen, please. We're all Americans here questioning anybody's patriotism nationality oh we question your patriotism every day but uh, there's a good track record on that just because i don't like that my, stupid my, my song. grandfather fought the germans oh thank huh. you i'd have buddies die face down in the mud so we could hire some german to coach the tide it ain't right it ain't right Paul. He, he ain't even been to Alabama, Paul. <laughs> Paul. Do you think he's ever been to Alabama? I don't know. Like, probably probably not. not. I don't think so. How the hell would you ever go to Alabama? That would be so weird to be mo- – like, nobody knew Saban's retiring three days ago, right? Right. Fast forward 72 hours. You are moving to a state. You're moving your family to a state you've never been to. You've never lived. From like you Seattle. You don't even know what it's like. Filled with a bunch of sister-loving oh. inbreds. Those people are idiots down there. Saw a, a good joke online today. What's that? How do you circumcise a little boy from Alabama? Kick his sister in the mouth. Oh, Sheesh. Wow. Tennessee. It's a family show, Russell. I didn't curse. <laughs> Fifth ranked Tennessee at Georgia in Athens tomorrow. Basketball at the Steg. 12 and 3, Georgia. Mikey White, Russ. 2 and 0 in SEC play. Kevin Fitzgerald and Dane Bradshaw have the call at a high noon tip in the Steg. Tennessee uh, taking on a Georgia team that is ranked number 73 on Kempom. Why am I more worried about this game than I was for the Mississippi State game? Because their stupid Coliseum Arena thing. We just yeah. we play terrible there. Stegman. It's a dump hole. I'll Y'all ever been? No. Didn't they do a big renovation? A it's it's a lot nicer on the inside than it used to be. The outside, does you would never think that that's where they play basketball. Looks worse than the arena. It's, oh, it's awful. Awful. Tennessee is 5-1 and one in his last six meetings with the Bulldogs after going 2-9 and nine in the prior 11 meetings with setbacks in each of the five before the current six-game span. 
Tennessee was ranked in all five of their wins in this stretch and unranked for the lone loss. There's no reason in the world we should lose these guys. I don't care. DraftKings has some odds out. Uh, Tennessee is a seven-point favorite. Mm. Hmm. Over-under is 144. Hmm. A little better than the one-and-a-half we got at uh, the hump. They knew something that night. Yeah, they did. I think it was Tolu Smith is what they knew about. Georgia got any quality bigs? Well, they have one guy that I, I was telling Phil yesterday. He's like a bigger Tobey Awake. He's taller, probably about 20 pounds heavier. Um, but they won't use him in the same way in which they'll use – they use Tolu Smith on uh, Wednesday night. They're going to play more through their guards. Seven-foot, 275-pound Russell Chua. Only one L in Russell. Yeah. You don't see that very Russell often. Russell Chua? Chua is how they pronounce it on the broadcast. From Chua. Cameroon. Averaging right at seven points, six and a half rebounds per game. Blue Kane from Knoxville off the bench, averaging seven points per game for the Bulldogs. They are led in scoring by Noah Thomason, 6'4 guard from Houston, averaging 12.7 points per game. Jabri Abdur Rahim, 6'8, 215. Wingman from New Jersey, also averaging twelve, just over twelve points a game. So, those will be the names Tennessee has to contend with tomorrow down in Georgia. By the way, speaking of Georgia, our old pal Mike Griffith is going to join the show in here in about half an hour. Love when Griff comes on. Be interested to get his thoughts on the Kalen DeBoer hire. And uh, Griff knows. SEC basketball as well. Covered the Vols during the Bruce Pearl era here for your Knoxville News Sentinel. So we'll get his take on whether this is a worrisome game for Tennessee fans. Let's talk to TJ, the Kentucky fan. Good afternoon, TJ. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Hey, I ain't got a dog in the fight or an elephant in the fight, but I tell you, if those Alabama folks could read right now, they'd probably be pretty ticked off. Why is that? I just talk about the coach that they hired. I know he's 104 and 12 or whatever you're talking about, but I mean, I just don't think a coach like that. Sure, he was at Washington and he played against Oregon. Okay, Oregon, we you know, all right. But man, you got to go. I think you said to Georgia, to LSU, probably to Auburn next year. I think um, first year, uh, man. It's going to be hard for him to get eight wins in his first year, especially if his roster is depleted. Hmm. Well, let me tell you this. He's going to get down there quickly. It'll be interesting to see if he can stabilize mm -hmm. the situation as there are a lot of uh, both current players and recruits dallying with the portal, it seems like. And I know we're we're coming up on a break real quick, but changing the basketball real quick. Let's just say for poops and giggles, you got to pick four – National championship teams. I'll give you four teams, but I get the field for a million dollars. What four teams are you picking today to win the national championship? In basketball? Yep. Oh, man, I don't know enough about it. Especially Purdue, if this is the week where all the top five decided I'll lose on the, within 48 hours. Uh, Purdue and Kansas are probably yeah, in there. conversation. Yeah. After that, it's kind of – UConn, maybe. 
Yeah, just throw it back. I don't throw uh, Purdue in there because of their tournament history against yeah, double-digit that's, seeds. That's fair. I'll tell you who it's not. They may miss it miss it all together this year. Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. They got beat by the Santa Zogs. Clara last night. Yeesh. So. The, the first time they got beat by Santa Clara, I think, in 27 meetings. That adds up. Tracks, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy basketball year, but I want to run something by you. What if? You've got Tennessee versus Kentucky in the Elite Eight. I'd take it. Y'all have a good one, man. You're going home. Yeah, back DJ, to the coal mines. The Deacon will send your boys back to the coal mines. Be our greatest voluntary reaction of all time to knock Get you back guys out of there. the tournament. God, I hope that doesn't happen. I, my nerves are already a little frayed just thinking about it, quite frankly. I couldn't handle that. That two out uh, two and two two and a half hour. <laughs> Golly, I had planned him in the SEC hey, tournament. Hey, buddy, it, that'd be it in its purest essence. You imagine how charged up. I might not make it through it, Russ. It'd be pretty fired up. Pretty fired up for Tucker's top four at four. It's a big news day. Very big. Lots going on. That's what he said. Lots yet to come. Setting up a big weekend. Stay with us. It's hour number two of The Drive coming up on many of these fine fan-run affiliates. We're back with more right after this. The Drive. This past